Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Tone Vase. It is Sunday evening around 7 p.m. here in New York. And it's time for one more market update. And uh, going into next week, we have this is Sunday evening. I like doing these on a Sunday evening after 6 p.m. Uh, the reason why I like doing them after 6 p.m. is because the futures have already opened. And if something crazy happened uh, Friday night or Saturday during the day or Sunday during the day, it will be reflected in the futures market. Uh, not all of us traders are constantly sitting there watching the news all the time. It really depends on your trading strategy. My trading strategy is option spreads, which I probably will not be talking about in these videos. Uh, some of the stuff is a little proprietary and a little uh, too niche and too advanced. So for me, I sleep fine at night and on the weekends because um, I try to be as hedged as possible. I just need moves uh, for my personal strategy. What's bad for me is no movement in the market or a lot of like, too much movement in the market. Might be bad, might be very good. Depends on the option spread at the time. Uh, but I do like to keep a keep an eye on the market, so I have an idea of what I'm looking for for the upcoming week. Uh, and if we look at over the weekend, it doesn't look like there was too much panic. Uh, the equity markets are selling off a little bit. Uh, of course, this can change by morning, but this is uh, basically what happened over the weekend. Uh, selling off a little bit, but we did have um, a couple of good days to end the week. Uh, we can see gold is down a couple of bucks. Uh, volatility is going up, and the dollar is making a new um, yearly high or close to a yearly high. Okay, so that gives us some idea, and now we can dive uh, right into the market. A little more prepared this time, but I still like to do these with a clean slate, blank charts, so I get a fresh look at things. Okay. So as we look at this, something should really jump out at you. And the biggest thing should jump out at you is the following. I want to circle it in green. Uh, this is a beautiful textbook uh, reversal hammer candlesticks, uh, candlestick. I personally um, like these a lot. Uh, they are my favorite reversal candles. And of course, um, it comes in a way to really mess with the market. Um, oh, you know what? I'm going to make a different line. I'm going to do one of these. I like drawing it nice and thick right here. And it pierced the line. And if you remember what I said last week, uh, what I said last week was, uh, I like seeing the close. Um, I always go by the closing price, but I understand that as a trader, you panic when something is happening intraday, whether it's selling off and you want to go short or you were long and you're bleeding your position and you panic sell. Um, on the, on the, the opposite side is true as well. Um, something is creating a new all-time high or a new recent high. You want to jump on the bandwagon and then by the end of the day, everything reverses, okay? So this was one of those days where it looked like all panic was going to set in, and then we bounced all the way back. And then the following day, we opened and closed uh, 
higher than the previous close, which is also a bullish sign. Um, so this makes me optimistic. Of course, we are already down in the pre-market on Sunday night, but um, this gives me a bit of an optimistic sign so that um, unless uh, at the moment I am still, oh, see if I can draw this trend line here. Oh, there it is. Let's do one more. At the moment, I am still looking for a bullish bounce um, into the 50-day moving average. And then we'll see. Uh, maybe that would be enough to send it back down, uh, or maybe we'll break out. But as long as if we open Monday uh, positively, even like a dollar up, and we start to go up, I would um, look to be bullish the market. Now, of course, it's not all rosy because if you look at the MACD, um, it doesn't look too good uh, down here. Um, it's already turned and it's below the, the Mendoza line of zero and it's going down. Uh, the RSI is also below 50, even though it's kind of flat. Um, I would have really liked to see these, you know, fall into a textbook over uh, sold condition, but they haven't. So it's been a really long time since we were um, oversold. Um, so we can still get that before a breakout. Um, so that's kind of what I'm looking for. Um, a very quick look at the weekly, though I doubt there would uh, be anything there. Yeah, there is, well, there is something we can talk about on the weekly. Let's see. So here's the bad. Uh, that's bad. Oh, wrong color, but I can change it right there. Okay, so that's not good. So um, the, the weekly chart is definitely looking like there is more uh, downside. Um, if this crosses the 50 and starts to go down, that would be bad. Uh, just like on the daily chart, um, I would love to see an oversold condition, which we did not get. Uh, I really should make these yellow. And we did not get it even here. Uh, we didn't get it. Uh, in fact, this looks like divergence. But um, we're way, way, way above the. Uh, let me see what color do I want to use. Let's use yellow. We're way above the 200 um, day moving average. Uh, this was nice, uh, but we couldn't close there. Uh, uh, these things don't, don't last that long. I mean, it's nice. We're still in a bullish market. Uh, there's so much room for a pullback without endangering the, let's do this. So much room here. Uh, we can easily fall down and that would mean absolutely nothing as we break out to new highs. Okay, so that would be perfectly fine. Um, the Dow Jones looks exactly the same, but we can take a look at the NASDAQ, which put in the same exact um, hammer that the S&P 500 did. It was below the 50-day, but it immediately went back up. Um, so again, there is uh, the, the only problem here is also the momentum indicators, which are slightly bearish. And because they're slightly bearish, uh, there could be some more downside, but your candles are 
uh, well, you have a mixed bag right now. You are above the 200-day um, by a big margin, so there's room for a pullback. Your momentum is telling you there is a pullback, but your candlesticks are telling you we have a reversal. So it can really go either way. I really like to trust candlesticks, uh, especially uh, ones that are very, very textbook. So um, if we open tomorrow positively on the NASDAQ and we start to go up, uh, there is definitely room for um, a bounce. Of course, the election is coming up and that can change everything. I'll probably talk about that in my midweek video. Uh, I think there's one more debate coming up. I got to double check when that is. Um, you know what? Bear with me one second. I forgot to pre-set up. Um, I got to pre-set up the chart that I showed last week of the... The 1987 crash, because I kind of wanted to mention that real quick. I'm going to pull that up right now. Okay, here we go. Let's magnify that. And here's the interesting part, the really interesting part, which I noticed just yesterday when I took a look at this again. So Black Monday took place um on the 19th it was monday the 19th the monday that's coming up is actually the monday 17th so it's hard to say when the anniversary actually is is it monday the 17th or wednesday the 19th because back in 1987 it was monday the 19th of 1987 but here's the very curious part that i want to point to i'm gonna make this there it might be hard to see on your end, but this support line over here was at 2,119. Uh, we closed above this number, but we pierced this number intraday. I believe the S&P fell to about 2,115, and then we pulled back above it on that hammer. But if you look at 1987, we also pierced that line two days before the crash. So I just thought that was very, very uh, peculiar that we pierced that line and closed above it, creating that hammer candle back then. Now, to be fair, I'm not expecting a 23% stock market crash. I'm fairly bullish the market. I don't expect it to happen, but I am going to be watching next week very, very carefully. Uh, also, a lot of people have seen this chart. It was published in uh, uh, Business Insider. Everyone's looking at it. When everyone's looking at something, it's probably not going to happen. But uh, I found that very, very, um, very curious. So if I do one of these, basically what we did was we just pierced this line, but we didn't close above it. So if I do a box... I'm not sure why I'm doing it in blue, but it would be like that would be our candle, basically. That would kind of be our candle that took place. So it's very, very similar to what happened in 87. So just something to keep in mind. Okay, uh, so we're done with equities. Um, again, the NASDAQ looks very similar uh, to the S&P. I'm not going to pull up um, a long-term view. Um, though, you know what? Let's glance at it on the weekly. Why not? Like a quick peek. Um, 
Yeah, same thing. Uh, the MACD all the way on the bottom is ready to cross. If it crosses, there could be some weakness. 50-day moving average looks useless, uh, but it's something to keep an eye on. But um, that's all we can say about it. Okay, let's take a look at gold. And uh, again, last week, what I said last week about gold um, goes double this week. Uh, we have this range between 1270 and about 1250. Um, until it closes above or below this range, um, I'm not really looking at gold. Uh, it, it, I, I don't know. I don't think anybody knows uh, which way it can go. If we close above 1270, uh, we can definitely pull all the way back up. And in that case, what I'm looking for is, uh, I'm going to put it here, but it's basically the 1300 area, which is our support resistance line. Um, if we can break out at 1270, we're looking at 1300 and then probably more downside. But the reason I say more downside is because I'm bullish on the dollar, which is what we're about to get to uh, in a minute. Um, so that's pretty much for gold. Um, nothing, just keep an eye. Uh, now, if we do fall below 1230, uh, then we can really, gold can really take a hit all the way down to 1200 in a hurry. And again, just a point of emphasis, the reason why I like hammers, I mean, look at this, right? If you were watching this in real time and you trusted your uh, candles, uh, there's your hammer. Uh, the low was never seen again. Uh, there goes the MACD cross. Uh, the RSI did not make it to the oversold, um, which is not ideal. But right now, the RSI is oversold, so we could be looking at a bounce. Uh, but you can also look at it another way. Um, another way to look at this is, I'm going to draw this in red. You have your RSI making a lower low um, and your MACD is also making a lower low while your price is we're still on the trend line color while your price clearly made a higher closing high um so again you have divergence and the rule of thumb is the price is the liar and your momentum is telling you the truth uh, so if you trust momentum over price then uh, we are looking at more downside. So just another way to um, think about this stuff. Um, let's glance at weekly real quick. Um, well, again, uh, I'm sure I said this last time. This isn't looking great, mostly because um, we have a little bit of room. That's not really the, the bad part. Uh, we can definitely um, break uh, meander in this area here a little longer. Uh, this is the bad. Uh, this is not ideal. But if we finally hit that oversold condition, then gold can finally rebound. Okay, that's it for gold. Let's glance at oil. So last time we did this video, um, I believe I said that oil was the one market where I felt most confident in my thoughts towards a direction and that direction was to the downside um, so again we have uh, it's not a perfect looking hammer but it is a hammer and the following day we closed higher but then the following day 
I'm going to delete this. Then the following day we have, um, it's, a, it's a doji. Um, I kind of like these candles. It's a big indecision candle. Um, I didn't really glance that anything weird happened to oil over the weekend. Yeah, so there it is. Oil is already down 25 cents, even though the futures have only been open for an hour. That's not an indication one way or another, but at least you know that you know nothing crazy happened in the Middle East to shoot, to shoot it up. And the new oil field hasn't been discovered that shut the price down you know, 10% over the weekend. So at least you know that much. So again, on oil, uh, this is still what I'm thinking. Um, now, what will get me out of thinking that, and this is very, very simple, uh, this would be a fairly good risk-reward ratio in that you have, um, yeah, we can do it this way, doesn't matter. We have one of these, right? So if we close, if we make a new closing high, so a uh, closing high above 51.50 or so, preferably the closing high will also come with the new intraday high. Um, if we do that, then there could be more room for upside. But right now I'm still looking for a pullback. Um, the RSI and MACD aren't really, they're still bullish. They have nothing's crossed. Uh, would be nice to see a cross. Um, if there is a cross of the MACD here, that would be confirmation. Uh, the moment this starts to approach the 50, that would be confirmation. So there's plenty of room. There's plenty of confirmation still to go. But uh, we did make a, we did start to go down as I expected, but we did pull back up. And this often happens. Uh, it, gives, uh, it gives you another chance to get in if you are going short. It also kind of fakes out those that were long, thinking they're about to go back up, and then they go down quickly. So I'm still uh, bearish oil. Let's take a peek at the weekly, see if there is anything there. Um, the weekly is actually looking pretty bullish. So this is where your weekly is seriously con um, contradicting your daily. So the weekly looks very, very bullish. And by that, I mean you have your line right there. Um, and if we can break out, um, you are looking at some upside going into the 70s. Uh, but, but again, things don't just go up indefinitely. Something like this is rare, um, even for oil. Um, I know we had that big downswing earlier. But even in this like multi-month upswing, uh, we did have like a three-week uh, pullback. So something, something to keep in mind. Uh, we've already been one, two, three, four positive weeks in a row. We were one, two, three, four, five positive weeks in a row here. One, two, three, four positive weeks in a row there and three positive weeks in a row here. So we're really pushing the amount of consecutive weeks uh, we can have um, up weeks. And then we had five here until we had, a, oh, it's a red candle, but it's... Uh, the red candle over here, but it didn't really pull back much. Uh, but then it made up for it on the made up for it on the downside. But now I'm just ranting about it. 
these are these look good plenty of room plenty of room so your weekly is bullish your daily is bearish depends on your view of your time horizon on your trades okay um usd oh, not sure why i did that but um right so for the usd again we're at a six month high so that's kind of telling me nothing so what i now need to do is extend it a little bit so that i have some kind of benchmark to go by and uh, again what i've said before let me annotate we are overbought on the rsi and generally this is not what you want to see i'm still looking for a little bit of a pullback um, things are getting a little bit out of control but people are rushing into the dollar so you never know um, i'm overall bullish the dollar there was a nice breakout out of a triangle should be an arrow there nice breakout out of a triangle so if you take this triangle and you take a look at i guess i can just do it this way how big this guy is looks like from about 93 and a half to about 97 and a half so it's about four points so now we're looking at four points to the upside from about 95.50 plus four we're looking at something like this um, and that would meet the criteria of the triangle and then we uh, eh, no need to look at the weekly we've looked at it in previous videos um, real quick let's take a look at EUR USD and see what that gives us I am very bearish the euro I do not think that the euro bottomed uh, let me do yes let's go with red I don't think this was the bottom um, I think we can go lower I think we can go a lot lower so I am bearish on the euro uh, this is a one-year look back we put a horizontal line here um, if we close below this uh, it's not looking good um, you do have your low over here and if we can get below these lows that's a, a lot of room right there um, a lot of room so ult ultimately i'm looking at th this is what i'm eventually looking at um, the question is how soon are we going to get there um, it seems to be taking forever if i take a quick further look back let's go to five years that's the most i can do without taking too much time to extend the graph um, again there those are our lows um, let me see here there we go uh, horizontal there we go so these are our lows and on whoa what happened there there we go that's the low I'm looking at around 1.05 and uh, we can't get there soon enough but it's gonna go there um, I am expecting oh it's very easy to tell what I'm expecting um, I'm expecting this I'm expecting this to repeat um, after we fall below 1.05 I have absolutely zero confidence 
in the euro i think it's a complete and utter disaster um real quick let's just take a look at gbp i have not looked at this chart in advance i'm doing these on the fly uh it makes it more interesting for me and um, i don't normally trade currencies this is a five-year look back again it's not necessary to look at five years because we're now making all-time lows um, so let's pull this back a little bit let's take a look at three years and we're still very very fine oh we're on a daily chart still a weekly so um this was a panic and i think this will be um it's really difficult to um catch a falling knife it really really is but to me this is what let me make this green to me this is what capitulation looks like uh this was the brexit panic um, so this should probably be red. And to me, that's capitulation. So the one thing that we're missing, what we're missing is a break to the upside and a close above 130. Now, normally I would say that the British pound is okay. It's not that big a deal. And you have another thing that's working for you, actually, now that I'm looking at it. Um, you have an oversold condition here, and we just hit oversold. So if we turn around in the next few weeks, um, what you have is, or you will have, very, very clear divergence where the price made new lows but your momentum made a higher low of course it is not confirmed by the macd this is only happening in the rsi but it's something um, i'm not as bearish the british pound as many people i'm very bullish the us dollar so i am expecting all currencies all over the world to fall against the us dollar but i also feel that the british pound has fallen more against the dollar than it probably um, should have uh, and it's unreasonable selling because it's, it's only good for the uk that they finally got out of the european union though they didn't actually get out of it and it's still a question whether they will um you know cut that cord um, i've been saying that i don't think they will but maybe there's hope there okay and finally um since i forgot to talk about it last time let's briefly talk about bitcoin uh, i know a lot of my followers know me from the bitcoin space so i really should talk about it this is the longer term view of bitcoin and as much as people are still complaining about Bitcoin and why they are not billionaires, if you look at this chart, it could not look any better. Um, I don't really feel like drawing on this chart right now and this video has already been going on for a little too long. The volume is picking up, which is great. Um, that's good for Bitcoin, considering people are like leaving Bitcoin for Monero and Ethereum and uh, next week probably Zcash or some other scam um, like like. All the ones I've named so far, like Steemit and all the rest of them, uh, all of them are going to go to zero. It will eventually only be Bitcoin. I have other videos about that. And um, it's looking great. I mean, the 50-day moving average has been staying above the 200-day moving average for a, a full year now, which is awesome. 
um, your RSI is overbought. Um, you know what? Let me zoom in on that on the next chart. Okay, these were the charts I used to do. I should start annotating them permanently. Um, so the one thing I did not draw is we are hitting an overbought. Okay, that's not really going to work. But okay, let me see if I can just do this. That's oh, terrible. This is why you don't draw on things in real time, and you draw them ahead of time. Oh, and I can't even move this thing. Great. All right, here we go. Here, here. So we have an overbought RSI condition, which is not ideal. It means Bitcoin is definitely due for a pullback, uh, but also it's looking good. We fell into the 50-day. We bounced off the 50-day. Uh, the 200-day is slowly moving up. We recently fell down and touched the 200-day. Um, at the same time, creating an oversold RSI, creating momentum for some upside. We've since rebounded about $100 on the price of Bitcoin. Um, everything is looking great. Um, all we need to do now is simply just get above this resistance line right there. Um, okay. So that's our goal, um, to just get above that. Um, if we can close above the 750, 760 area, um, I think it's going to create a huge bullish swing. People will think they're missing out um, and they're going to want to jump on board. So I'm fairly bullish Bitcoin, even though I'm acknowledging that the RSI is a bit overbought. Uh, the MACD has plenty of upside. We just crossed into the bullish area on the MACD. Um, so Bitcoin's looking good. Um, don't have really have any complaints on it at the moment. Um, hold on to it if you have it. That's my only advice on that. All right, um, that's it. Uh, again, I keep trying to make these videos 20 minutes. I believe this one was closer to 30 minutes. Um, subscribe, leave comments, follow me on Twitter, tone underscore LLT. My blog is Liberty Life Trail, uh, where you can find the rest of my work. I'm going to start creating some more content, writing some more articles. Um, so hopefully um, you guys enjoy. All right. Good luck trading and uh, have a good week. Bye-bye.